welcome to another episode of Rolling Imperfection, the podcast for players and game masters to design perfect characters through imperfection. We cover all forms of game design, from interesting and engaging backstory creation to campaign and NPC development. Enjoy, remember to play what you love, and may your characters do something epic. Welcome back to Rolling Imperfection, the podcast that gets a little spooky sometimes. Uh, but we also like help you plan story-driven campaigns and stuff. Uh, I'm Kevin. Woo! Oh, I mean, I'm Steve. Sorry. Okay. The you're ghost not, of you're Steve. Not the ghost. You're not the ghost that's haunting this podcast? Well, I am now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in this, you know, this RSS feed. Oh, no, the fuck <laughs> the RSS feed is. Uh, <laughs> this podcast Steve, stream. trapped. <laughs> trapped in the rss feed hoping each listen will be his chance to escape (laughs) oh man well there we go now we know that when we uh, run an ill-advised uh patreon campaign and set like a goal for like a stupid movie now we know the plot uh cyberpunk slash uh spooky story where a person's trapped in the internet but specifically inside of a podcast constantly forced to make content endlessly or something like that. Or something so like they're that. Trying, yeah. They're trying to constantly escape, I don't know, a podcast virus, something like that. A podcast virus. Podcast virus. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a million bad movies. <laughs> um, I mean, you got a lot of competition out there. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't. Okay. I do. I do have a lot of competition. <laughs> there are a lot of bad movies out there. True. Uh, but yeah. Um. We did. We actually we played again amazingly after like a month of no games. We have had two weekends in a row and we're looking at three of actually having played. Yep. Which is kind of amazing. Uh true. Um and b- back on the usual schedule of uh damn it, Kevin, I hate you. Um <laughs> See, see, see. Last week's episode, I was like, I think Steve's gonna get mad at me. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm the good guy. I'm not supposed to bring down the party. Oh, Steve, you'll do whatever I want you to do. Apparently so. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. I refuse. Wait until you hear it. I still refuse. Damn it, I won't refuse. Fuck. <laughs> Don't refuse. <laughs> the point is, you got to make sure that it's literally something that I'm like, oh, man, no, you're right. I feel like this has happened before where you're like, I have no idea what you'll do to entice me. And then I was like this. And you're like, fuck. I think a lot of people <laughs> have said that. And that's like kind of famous last words in our group. That's true. People are like, you can't tempt me. And I'm like, challenge accepted. <laughs> Hold uh, my beer. <laughs> uh, good times. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we ran my kids on bikes game, which we've been talking about for like a while. But we actually started it in October, which is like amazing. True. Um. Hopefully it doesn't conclude immediately in October because uh, I feel like we're, we're just getting into uh, the spooky stuff. It's going to ramp up really quickly if it, if uh, you're going to have it hit the climax of the story by Halloween. Oh, uh, no, no. I, it's definitely oh, okay. running into October, probably December. Oh, okay. Yeah. We shall see. We they, they were joking. They were joking about how anything I plan may as well double the length of whatever I plan. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> I know that's because my ideas are too many and varied, but uh, yeah, um, it's good times. Definitely had a little, uh, little cosmic horror, right, Steve? Uh, just a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't think my character saw it though. I was like the one character that didn't see yeah. the thing or something. Not the thing, yeah. but sorry, I forgot that's a movie. You know, <laughs> the thing wasn't there, but the thing, the thing. Um, no, I had, uh, I had some threats. Steve's character. Good old Brad did not did not get to see what his was. Nope. I feel like oh, I wow. uh I opened a horrible can of worms and I'm gonna come to regret everything that I did that that session. We'll see. It's possible. <laughs> I am not even sure what you're talking about. There's uh, so many options. Uh beating the shit out of Rex, kind of. Oh. And by beating the shit out of I mean knocking him off the table. Uh by hitting him in the face with my backpack. <laughs> Because if that was the actual Rex, he's going to be like, you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see now, so... won't we? I mean, technically two of the other characters pushed him out a window, but... <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Fair. Fair. 
Um, only it was that easy. Yeah, we also had uh, had a little bit of a haunted house yeah, going cool. on. Uh, but yeah. yeah, which is our topic for today, right, Steve? Yep, we're finally doing haunted houses, which is kind of a like Halloween staple, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I feel I like guess it's what I, you I, think I, of when you if you tell like a, a kid to like draw something Halloween, they'll probably draw like a pumpkin, a ghost, and then a house. You know. I mean, I feel like some kids might draw slashers, but... Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, I described uh, a haunted ship episode way back in episode 14, Scheming Spooky Stories, our first official Halloween episode. I think I vaguely remember that one. Was, weren't they, like, traveling in, like, around Alaska or something? And Oh, like, no, that was creatures? last Halloween's episode. Uh, that w- uh, The first one was on our... Um, Haunted airship episode from Avat Noir. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Saints so, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I disavow episode thirteen, but episode fourteen I think probably somewhat holds up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I am still afraid to go that far back in our episodes. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like our first like forty or so. <laughs> are, I, I've still I've done a little bit group. of backtracking, but I haven't gotten that high up yet. Okay. Yeah, we, oh. we know the early episodes are cringe. I feel like the early episodes of anyone's first podcast are a little uh little off. But uh Yeah. 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 I still think we had a, a good initial start though compared to most, but uh, I sorry, agree. not not bragging, but <laughs> just saying. <laughs> nah, fuck 'em. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. Uh I also noticed that I upped the uh upped the F bomb count last episode. I feel like <laughs> Oh really? Okay. Well, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I keep adding the explicit tag on everything, regardless. Even though I'm no, sometimes I like, know. I don't think there was any like special content here, but I'm still gonna mark it because I don't know. I'm not gonna go back and try and look <laughs> and check and scan it. No, I've, I I'm definitely in tired mode. Which um, welcome, dear podcast listener. I'm still exhausted. I talked about it explicitly two episodes ago, but like, it's not gonna the next several episodes. I'm just gonna be like totally exhausted for. So, yeah, most likely um, ditto here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not to the degree that you have, because you have a lot of like excess stuff you have to do during your own time. But yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. So today we're talking about haunted houses, uh, a classic. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like I generally having two cats just kind of live in uh, somewhat haunted house conditions. You know, random stuff gets eaten. Things are suddenly on the floor. The lights are flickering because some little fur balls chewing on electrical cables. What you mean? Yeah, Misty stopped that, but generally, <laughs> yeah. She's right here. She's right here with us, dear listener. She's just. I mean, yeah. If, if she wasn't there, then uh, that might explain why uh, <laughs> she didn't stop. If uh, she didn't stop before. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So, uh, <laughs> the definition of a haunted house episode <laughs> is when your characters go into a house that uh they think is haunted, like. Has ghosts or something? Wow! Cool. What a what a definition. <laughs> um. So like that's I, all there is to it, right? You just like throw some ghosts in there and you're done, right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, if you want to have like just a a very very generic <laughs> thing, sure. Uh, but we talk about story driven campaigns on this podcast, and also I can't do anything that's not like that doesn't have like a million sources and like recommendations and stuff true true at least when it comes to halloween you can't you can't resist yourself with that like other stuff you you, it's a little bit shorter i i can't resist myself but like halloween it's always like two to three times the length of recommendation i guess that's fair i guess that's fair we'll try to keep it brief esque. Uh (laughs) (laughs) we'll see hey hour and 15 minutes last episode that was pretty good that was pretty good. Steve did a I good thought, edit. I thought we were looking for a short one, that one. And you're saying this one's going to be a short one. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah, keep in mind that the definition of house is um, broad. Could be a family home. Uh, could be like renting a hotel, a cabin, an apartment. Could be people stuck in a mansion. There are also, of course, the transportation varieties. Uh, ship, train, plane. Uh, I suppose... There's probably a haunted RV or something. If if not, have at it, B movie uh, people. <laughs> I was gonna say I could imagine having like a haunted mall or like 
um oh, there's apartment there's store building haunted malls yeah yeah so like anywhere where you have like a bunch of different like rooms and different like places you can go and explore um i guess what would fit so like probably not like not like uh like a walmart <laughs> it's just one big open room i mean i guess you could have i'd be a little bit weird i feel like you could do it you could probably haunted, do it but haunted walmart our target we'll have to get we'll have to get on the phone with them uh punch up our haunted warehouse store script and uh get a bidding war going right yep yep but i do see i do see what you mean though because i do think having a design or at least a relative design is somewhat important right yep agreed yeah you know you have like the entryway stairs towers bedrooms you're in a mansion like a ballroom if you want to get real freaky a dungeon usually some secret passageways maybe if you're um, eager to push a specific bent you might have some like religious rooms altars churches temples uh you know sacrificial uh occult areas with uh inlaid uh pentagram flooring <laughs> a personal favorite um this actually reminds me of a board game that we play all the time uh, that we were literally just talking about, but for the listeners, uh, there's a game called Betrayal at House on the Hill, and it's kind of like a haunted house exploration game, but you don't know like what the haunt is until certain things happen. You have special rooms and special items, but even though it's important to have like these rooms, I don't, uh, I don't know if you necessarily have to have the map pre-made. In all cases, you could probably have like. A general idea of like okay here's like the overall structure of the house but since none of you are familiar with this house you're just gonna have to explore it and i can kind of like put things where i want in case you want to have a little bit more control of like when certain things happen like if there's like a specific room where you want kind of like a cut scene to happen you may not want that to happen like immediately the first thing as soon as they go into the house is they decide to go to the third floor in the second room on the left you know <laughs> like you may like want to have control over that but it's important to kind of have a, like a general idea of like what is in this building and why yeah i would also say there's definitely the possibility that the secret passageways aren't physical ones they could be like magical or you know spiritual whatever label you want to put on it um where you have to have met a certain number of conditions or like you know hey that door is only there at, like between midnight and five minutes after midnight you know I think that's a really good idea because then you have like a mirror that if you stare into it too long, it transports you. So you just have, you know, like people exploring and then someone's just like looking in the mirror like, wow, I look really tired. And then all of a sudden you just get transported into another room because they didn't re they don't understand what happened. But yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, no, Jimmy's gone. What happened? I mean, it's definitely kind of a, a subjugation of the whole like lean against the bookshelf and it swings in. Or, yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah. Accidentally pull the candlestick and it like flips you around stuff like that you know instead you have you light the candle and suddenly you were teleported you know to a different place <laughs> entirely yeah pretty much um yeah i think all that is is definitely good but i do agree you need to have a at least an idea of the design or if you're going to do it the random way maybe even like literally like house on haunted hill like cut out pieces and kind oh, of have yeah. them so that you can you can lay them out that would help much better for like a visual standpoint and like understanding where things are, especially if you're going to go with kind of like the, like we need to put together like a puzzle type of thing. Like it's like, I need to find the things and find an answer to something. And then that will tell us where we need to go or whatever, or how we defeat yeah. the, the thing that's haunting this house. If that's objective, which actually is another thing. I don't know if you actually need to defeat the thing that's happening in this place either it could just be a thing that they have to deal with like we were talked about in previous episodes uh almost like a force of nature just like a thing that's there that it's just like you got to deal with it there's not really anything you can do about it uh i guess you can go <laughs> either way with that but yeah uh the suck it up buttercup method <laughs> suck it up buttercup method yeah there you go yes uh <laughs> but yeah um i think we do as much as I made fun of my uh, my definition earlier, I do actually want to uh, to talk about what is a what is a haunting, <laughs> what qualifies ghosts, right? Just ghosts, nothing but ghosts, ghosts. All, oh yeah, ghosts. Ab absolutely, just ghosts, <laughs> not just ghosts. Um, oh, okay. But I do think you 
you should even if you're going to do ghosts give some thought to the ghosts right there there are a variety of ghosts you can use and generally haunted house stories thrive on like the backstory essentially a lot of haunted house games should be about exploring the lives of past residents who should each have like a distinct kind of place and time to them right oh well the last family that lived here you know they lived here from like 1993 to 2007 and then the family before that lived here from 1972 to 1983 or something like that you know okay and then you you kind of find out about them through finding like their things uh seeing them potentially having like having visions of like interacting with their lives or something like that there are various ways you can do it which i'll which i'll get into later but you want to make sure that you kind of as a as a person running it kind of know the ghosts and maybe even have uh you know your players have some knowledge of the ghosts oh yeah like i used to live on this block or i knew one of the members who survived one of the other places or i was one of the people who lived here and left you know okay yeah so you know uh, the classic examples are like the tragic life, tragic death, you know, their tragedy keeps them bound to the house and the players have to figure out some way to fix that. There's, of course, the always fun and sadistic uh, evil person is continuing evil as a ghost because <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck them. Uh, they are the there's also the, the classic sad ghosts. Um, are you Potter much? They have they have sad time. True. Um, and there's um. The ghosts that are, uh, in the words of the Haunted Mansion, man, I, I'm referencing Disney's Haunted Mansion. All right. Um, uh, hit some hitchhiking ghosts, some ghosts who want to, you know, get a lift out, maybe, uh, get a life out. Huh? Huh? Ah, uh, ha, 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 ha. Roimperfection at gmail.com. You can let me know if that was funny. Um, wow. <laughs> but you're generally might be dealing with like some amount of possession uh, which might imply some body horror, actually. Um, uh, maybe even, uh, you know, some uh, some possession, like that some of the players have to give themselves up so that they can let the ghosts reenact a certain scene to, you know, help some of them let go or just to figure something else out. It's uh, it's kind of a, a risk-reward type thing. And the, those risk-reward type situations are always what we're going for, right, Steve? Yep, gotta venture into the haunted house so you can go and get rich off of the family heirlooms that are left inside because no one managed to come out alive or they got scared and left before they could retrieve it and you need to go in there and, and try and locate, you know, these valuables without, you know, getting scared like a little, uh, oh my God, my brain's not working. Um, <laughs> a sad little misty cat. A sad little misty, uh, sure, sad little misty cat, yeah. <laughs> a scaredy misty. cat, there you go. Yeah, um, misty cat is in fact I almost said goody little two-shoes. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> that was last episode, that was something different. Um, True. We'll come back to it, though. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but it doesn't always have to be ghosts, right? It doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's a haunted house, so therefore ghosts, right? That's what haunted means. Haunted by ghosts. No. Oh. No. You could always have a living person. Um, and by that, I don't mean necessarily the hoax method, although I'll get back to that. Uh, I mean, a living person can be affecting the house. Uh, sometimes the twist in some of these haunted house things is that there's like a powerful psychic who's either the evil person continuing evil or like they're trapped in a dungeon and they've been trying to get people to find them or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, would you put like something like saw type situations in here as well or whatnot? Like you could, uh, room, if you yeah. have a, if you have the site, the, the psychopath. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's also, of course the, the sci-fi version of the haunted house, um, which I guess could mean, I was about to say robot house, but Futurama has a <laughs> <laughs> robot, robot house. house. <laughs> Cheese <laughs> uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, an actual like teched out house um, that turns on its inhabitants. Um, but you could also have like literal science experiment opening up like 
gateways into the past so it's literally like the past is bleeding into the future and that causes some issues that are haunting-esque oh that um, reminds or- me isn't there a movie that's basically jumanji i mean jumanji's actually uh yeah Z- zathura zathura yeah i was gonna say there's a sci-fi version of jumanji essentially but yeah jumanji or that <laughs> yeah either of those would work actually i didn't think about that until just now yeah i mean you're you're 100 correct i think jumanji goes a little further I haven't seen the other one, but uh, it's been a long time for both of them for me, and I haven't seen the new Jumanji, so I don't know. Yeah, the book, the book Jumanji is 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 more of like a haunted house type thing, or a uh, infested house. <laughs> I mean, an infested house can can do some real work. Infested with aliens, infested with bugs, infested with alien bugs. <laughs> Uh, that actually reminds me. Uh, I don't know where this would fit. Is it, this could fit under a couple of categories? How do you feel about the house is alive and is trying to eat us? Oh yeah, I do. I I am actually a fan of the house is alive oh, okay. and trying to eat us. I usually like it to be linked to something else. If you know what I mean. Uh, you mean like a reason why it's alive, or do you mean like, yeah? Oh okay. So yeah, like magic experiment gone wrong, science experiment gone wrong, living person possessing the house dead person possessing the house <laughs> demon possessing the house <laughs> yeah yeah i don't mind it um, the house I is think... actually an eldritch god's pet that you wandered into True. <laughs> that'd be kind of cute actually aside from the dead people and the insane people and the ter- people turned to cultists those were our three from last episode right <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah uh <laughs> There's all there is always uh the demon and or Cthulhu uh bait and switch, which is um I feel like I feel like since uh the paranormal activity movies semi spoiler it's not even that important um for the paranormal activity it's a demon not a ghost which is worse I guess <laughs> um, well, it sounds scarier I mean I guess it depends on um like if you want to use like ghosts or something else it might depend on your players i know there's like a lot of people are just like ghosts that can't like interact with you and that's like you know how they have it in their head and even if you do make a ghost able to like interact with the physical realm uh it doesn't really get an effect out of them whereas something like a demon might uh so i I could see you choosing one over the other just because of something like that but i mean i think it i think it's part of the post 90s irony poisoned world we now inhabit oh of like ghosts are lame man we need something cool like a demon uh i don't know maybe i I, admittedly admittedly i feel like i have shown i'm a little bit of a classicist on this on this (laughs) podcast but demons are fine i just think it's it's now been done it's been done a lot like that was literally like the twist in the fucking exorcist right uh (laughs) it's been since the 70s guys come on come on I mean, people just need to go and, I guess, check out Fatal Frame and see that they can have, you know, ghosts and then have uh, supermodels running around. Um, That's I guess. true. And then maybe that will revive the the genre. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so those bait and switch are always possible. Honestly, if you're going with the demon bait and switch, you may as well go with Portal to Hell in the basement. Like, maybe it's just me, but why not go all the way? <laughs> that could actually be uh, like, what if you did like, a combination of the two so it's like a demon elder god um combination and even though it's not like a pit that goes down like you normally think to hell it's more of just like the further you go into the house the further into this like other realm that is basically like hell to you um you go so it doesn't like you may be going like left this time and you're going down a long hallway and then you go back you backtrack and then go to the right but it's all like in the grand scheme of things, it's it's one way into into hell. Like the more you walk around this place, which doesn't like make logical sense type of thing, but like the more you walk around, the weirder it gets. That'd be interesting. That's sort of like a like a lot of this is sort of uh, I feel like you can conceptualize as like a dungeon, like one of the super yeah. dungeons, but freakier. You know, here, yeah, and and preferably not with like every five steps. I look for traps. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know what demons and ghosts don't do a lot of traps. <laughs> I I could see demons doing some traps, but they're going to be like, I don't know. They're not going to be like the floor falls out from under you. They're going to be a little bit more like I want to like consume your life force and 
condemn you into like eternal torture than just like oh you fell on some spikes you're dead <laughs> yeah a little bit more intricate than that a little bit more evil. or you know relive your worst memory um have a good memory corrupted uh yeah you know fun stuff <laughs> oh yeah that actually reminds me um of a trail at house in the hill again uh <laughs> Uh, there's multiple ways for players to like lose their characters. Like, they had I can't remember all the stats, but they had like uh they had like speed, might, sanity, knowledge. I think were the four. Actually, wow, I didn't think I was gonna remember all those. I think that's it. Um, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so there's like multiple ways, huh? And they fluctuated. It was like a give and take take type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they could go up and down, and if they reached like the bottom, you essentially died. Because uh, either your speed went so low that you just like are crippled, uh, or your might so so low that you become weak, your sanity so low that you just literally go insane and you lose your mind and like have a heart attack, or your knowledge like goes down to nothing and you basically become a potato. Um, uh, so like I I think it's just like something to think about. It's like all the different ways you can like attack, quote unquote, attack uh, <laughs> your players. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's also. As I mentioned earlier, the classic hoax method where someone's just messing with them and they have set up an elaborate amount of uh, tricks throughout the house. And, you know, you find you you find out it was all a joke. Then usually you have the like or was it type twist after that. But I leave it up to to GMs, you know? Yeah, I guess it depends on whether you want to make it an episode or uh, an ongoing campaign, you know? True, true. Yeah. Because I don't think a hoax ongoing campaign, it it I feel like it need to bleed over more into like the mystery genre, which, to be fair, haunted houses frequently do. But uh, yeah, I'm looking up the mystery. Oh, okay, C episode seventy, mystifying mystery episodes. Uh, this was before we had a pl- our planning a um, <laughs> scheme yeah. set up. So uh, yeah. Uh, then I think sort of like we mentioned last time, there's also the monster bait and switch. Last time we mentioned that, you know, you think you're dealing with one monster and haha, surprise Cthulhu, um, which I guess we've already mentioned in this one. Uh, but this one, you know, they think they're dealing with ghosts, but it's actually just a, you know, a vampire or an invisible person or something that's causing haunting like phenomena due to, you know, other instances. I mean, an invisible person generally just causes haunting like phenomena. Uh, <laughs> a vampire, you might need to do a little bit more. To make it, you know, seem like that, but I don't know if it's a psychic vampire. I could see it being very easy. That's <laughs> uh, like, like literally uh, attacking the mind uh, of the person more so than like drinking their blood. That's true. That's true. Sorry. Uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, the show has just all time best energy vampire. So <laughs> that's immediately what I thought of. But uh, yeah, um, I think that I think that's several ways. And keep in mind. When you're doing any of these things, you also have to think about how, you know, okay, it's a demon. What did the demon do to the previous people who left, who lived there? How does it affect each room in the house? That kind of thing, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. How big is the body count? Um, <laughs> yeah. Where are the bodies if they're still here? True. <laughs> That's always fun. Finding a body in the wall or something. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You have, you have the, uh, the players all go to their bedrooms the first night, and like one of them just hears scratching constantly in the walls. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say you could have like, uh, like it looks like the uh, wallpaper is torn in this room, and then it's like, oh, I'm gonna go and try and like peel it back, and you peel it back, and there's just like a petrified face <laughs> behind what you peel back. It's true. Or if you're going, if you're going with Cthulhu, you can have them literally have like blended into the wall, like oh like, half yeah, melted. yeah. Yeah, like they've been like encased in wax or something, but it's like the like building itself. Yeah, I guess that also works for like the house eating people, right? You find them like half dissolved, and the the house is just like digesting them. Yeah, or you find things like ribs and bones in the walls and shit and fangs. <laughs> <laughs> um, this wallpaper feels astonishingly like skin. <laughs> uh, long hallways that have a rug in the floor, but oh wait, that's not a a rug. That's actually a tongue. It's trying to swallow Classic. you. Classic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there are several ways to go about these type of things. But to turn it back in on the players, or in the case of a, a haunted house, 
The Visitors. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think in most good haunted house things, you have a little bit of a, of a variety. I mean, sometimes it is like just the family, but usually there's at least something about them. Uh, unless the whole point is that they're like so wholesome and they get corrupted, which is definitely like a trope. Um, <laughs> but uh, often this bleeds over with psychics, especially in uh, some of the older stories. You know, oh, we brought a psychic to help us figure out the ghosts. And then the psychic is uh, messed with by the ghosts because the ghosts are assholes uh, or demons or etc. <laughs> or the psychic turns out to be a fraud, except for the ghosts or demons or whatever. Find it funnier to make them actually a psychic. Um, and then they get to <laughs> torment them that way, too. You know, some fun ways of doing that kind of stuff. Uh, there's usually the skeptic, the person who's like, nah, nah, not no such thing as ghosts. and can I just have my little aside on like skeptics? <laughs> Cause I think media tends to do them very badly. They don't do a skeptic so much as like a contrarian who's just there to be like, Nope, no matter what I do or what I see, it's Nope. My answer is no. I am grounded in no. You cannot convince me away from no <laughs> grounded in no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like literally though, they're like, my personality is no. Uh, I'm just like, but like an actual skeptic is like looking That's at just a like, puppet. Like it literally bit off her head. Yeah, practical effects. Yeah, yeah. Have your skeptics be like a little more open minded than that. Like, if they see a person die, they'll still be like, holy fuck, someone died. Like, this is very serious. Um, and they should start to give credence to, like, you know, if there is literal magic and they witness literal fucking magic and have a little bit of time to do some stuff, they can change their mind. That's actual skepticism. So I just wanted to say my piece on, on bad fucking movie skeptics <laughs> um, but uh yeah yeah also i guess like i don't know like i haven't seen a lot of them but i feel like this is a trope too is having the skeptic be like the police officer or the detective or some form of you know like logical position they're like well my logic trumps you know anything supernatural because by nature you know in my area of expertise that stuff doesn't make they're, sense they're usually a logic. scientist or a psychologist yeah yeah yeah, don't. Uh, I mean, you could you could have that, but have them be realistic. Um, I mean, but maybe do something else <laughs> for your skeptic. Part of the reason why I'm doing this one right now is I haven't finished it, but I'm in the middle of uh, Richard Matheson's Hell House. Uh, Richard Matheson, probably most famous for I Am Legend. He, he oh, wrote okay. It. Um, no, never heard of it. Poor dog. <laughs> True, poor dog. Um, but uh, yeah, it that one has a very interesting twist in that like. The skeptic character is like, oh, no, like psychic shit and ghost stuff happens, but like not the way that people think. And they have like their own theory. And it's like it's a very interesting take that I thought was like kind of novel because like psychic shit just exists objectively in that universe. So I was like, OK, huh. that's like an interesting take, at least. Uh, he's still a little hard headed and kind of oh God, kind of an idiot. It was written in the 70s and like. Maybe it's just because of my dad, but like 70s men are exhausting to me. No offense if any of you listeners are people who grew up in the 70s, but <laughs> you're probably better. I probably would have turned off anyone by now. Unless this is your first episode. In case, welcome. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, I do think I do think he still has some of the skeptic problems, but at least it's like a different like angle on it. Like. He doesn't deny everything. He's just like, no, no, but I think it works this way. And I really, really want to prove it works this way. You know, uh, I was going to say, if it was just like, like all out denying the things that are happening. Uh, I mean, I haven't read the story, but I would say like stories like that. I feel like the point is they're trying to, you know, make it feel a bit more real for you, the reader or the watcher uh, or listener. If it's a, you know, spooky radio podcast or whatever. It is the idea of like, oh, no, this stuff isn't real. And you reading or interacting with a medium of some sort know that it's not real. And they kind of want to take that away or there's an attempt. I mean, I don't think it works personally, but <laughs> I think that's the logic anyway. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I agree, but I still think it's kind of dumb <laughs> the way they do it a lot of the time. Uh, but yeah, so psychics, skeptics. Um, Next one. I just have to say it. Quite frequently, there's like a lot of abuse and thus abuse victims in haunted house stories. Yeah. You should definitely check with your players about that shit because some people have like actually experienced abuse. 
But um, I do think the haunted house story could be a good way. Honestly, a lot of them are about dealing with trauma anyway. And I think that's where the haunted house can have a lot of value. You just have to make sure you're doing it not like a complete jackass. Um, so yeah um there's also of course the classic bravery challenge where your people are all there two hours in that haunted house yeah i bet you i can i can spend the whole night i prefer the money the money one but if you're doing with kids yeah it's that's the best last person to leave the house gets a million dollars yes (laughs) that is a fucking classic um oh man (laughs) I kind of like that, the idea of like, I mean, you might be able to tell me if this exists and I'm sure it does. I'm sure it's not an original idea, but like, imagine like clue, but you find out that like this whole like mansion that you've been trying to solve this murder in, there was no logical reasoning for the murder. It was actually, you know, just like a demon and you're out trapped in here or whatever. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. like, like towards the end <laughs> that no, that totally exists. Oh, I'm sure it does. Um, yeah. I couldn't, could give you an exact thing. But yeah, uh, yeah. I would say it's probably fine not to give a perfect example because that's that sounds like a a nice uh, late game twist. True. <laughs> but yeah, so it'd probably spoil the story <laughs> or enhance it. Uh, or, well, I mean, I think it would enhance it. I just mean if we talked about it and said, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, this yeah. does that," it would it would kind of spoil. True. True. Going into it, <laughs> um, there is also. Uh, the reflecting on past wrongs or reflecting on current life situations where the haunting um, emphasizes or doubles something that the character has been through and kind of serves as like a, a like trauma reenactment to like help them get past it, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think those are like some of the, the biggest things. Um, usually the visitor should see something of themselves in the haunting i agree i actually feel like that could be i mean i don't know if you necessarily want to do it as a as the player character it could it could work but uh if you had an npc that's like really close to the players and they're like i need your guys's help and you know they're trying to uh face their past and they're the whole reason that this house is haunted uh <laughs> but they need their their friends for encouragement <laughs> secret bring twist them in. <laughs> one of the party is actually causing the haunting they're psychic (laughs) and they're causing the whole thing that that's it's definitely a thing that happens Um, yeah so i feel like that's most of what i wanted to say did you have anything before we get into recommendations steve um no i mean we we kind of covered the only thing that i was uh mentioning earlier before we started recording was that like you should kind of have like an idea of what you want to have happen in this house not just like a monster but like the other things you want to uncover as to like why this is happening or, you know, where they are if they're not in a normal house, if this is like some other dimension realm or if it's in hell or it's in, you know, uh, an elder God's dog stomach, uh, <laughs> whatever it may be. Classic. Um, classic. Yeah. <laughs> is it classic? I don't know if that's classic, but it should be. Um, it should be. I agree. I concur, Steve. <laughs> oh, why do what you eat that upset your stomach? <laughs> Wasn't oh, that group he... of kids that thought they yeah. were brave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I feel like if you if you're gonna do you know a haunted house, you need to have like like at least little tidbits found here and there that like tell the whole story. That's like kind of the main thing about a haunted house is it's meant to be explored like a dungeon, but there's no one there. That, there's maybe not even necessarily like books or anything anymore for you to like find out what's going on. You need to like look at the pieces together. So yeah, you're doing a, you're doing a reconstruction of the past. Exactly. I mean, that's the way it's like a mystery, right? They're both reconstructing the past, but for different reasons and through different means. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Uh, all I had. Um, We covered everything else. (laughs) Waiting for a loud car to pass. Okay. So yeah, on to my usual recommendation list. Um, I'll try to do it fast, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to mention this one. Haunted houses go back to probably caveman times. Um, <laughs> cave person times. My apologies. Um, my cave is haunted by deer. <laughs> true. True. Grandpa 
haunts cave, you know, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, back in back in the uh, we hunt mammoth days. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, one of the classics of the gothic genre, because a lot of times you can bring in a lot of gothic tropes. And man, we, we probably should have a gothic episode eventually, too. Uh, I may have taken an entire master's degree course on on the gothic and i think it's really cool <laughs> but um the castle of otranto by horace wapole i don't know that i can open recommend it but if you're in for some really old school really like weird stuff like a gigantic suit of armor that comes to life like literally like the size of a house suit of armor uh there's some crazy shit it's just old it's 1764 so like old old <laughs> oh wow yes um, then, of course, um, we get into uh, kind of the earlier, uh, early 20th century stuff. I guess I have one from late 19th century. This one's appropriately named. The Haunted House. Uh, this is a comedy with Buster Keaton from 1921. I recommend it. It's short. It's silly. And I think it's kind of fun. So, yeah. Plus Buster Keaton. Like, who doesn't love uh, old stone face crickets? I know. I know. Recommending silent films. <laughs> what, do, what do I do? Why do I bother? I was, I was like... Uh, I wonder how many of our listeners know who you're talking about <laughs> without Wikipediaing will. him. <laughs> There's, of course, Edgar Allan Poe's classic tale, The Fall of the House of Usher, which is about a living person ruining a house. Um, like they kind of create the ghosts and create their own evil. Uh, uh, there is a silent film version from 1928 that I think is really atmospheric and cool that you can find online for free. Hmm. There is... The more getting into the mid-century stuff, um, mid-20th century. The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Absolute masterpiece with an excellent adaptation in The Haunting, 1963. I actually haven't seen the TV show that just got made. I hear it's good, but I haven't oh, seen it. yeah, that's the one that Monster was talking about, right? Yes, that's the one where I made him question what the entire show was about by talking about the book. Um, <laughs> which is good time. <laughs> He's like, wait, maybe you're right. And I was like, yeah, I know. Uh, one of the famous <laughs> things about The Haunting of Hill House is you're not sure whether or not it's haunted or the main character's insane. So, yeah. Fun. It's, it's a good time. And the, the movie astonishingly does that really well, in my opinion. Porque uh, no las dos. True. Um, <laughs> Steve, you're not wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> it totally could be both. Uh, but... uh. You know, plus uh, plus lesbian. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> early, early, uh, early lesbian film. It's good. Early lesbian book, too. Good time. Uh, there's the classic House on Haunted Hill. Frickin' William Castle, Vincent Price. I enjoy it. It's campy as fuck, but I, I really like it. Uh, I mentioned Hell House, 1971, by Richard Matheson earlier. There is, of course, The Shining, 1977 by Stephen King and the 1980 movie adaptation that is different, but like, I don't know. I think they're both good. I do prefer the Kubrick version. Wait, see, I waited this time to divide our audience. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting. Definitely more overtly haunted. Um, I can't remember if you were here for the next one, Steve. Hausu or House, 1977, Japanese. A uh, bunch of schoolgirls go into a haunted house. Weird shit happens. I was like, Japan. a movie just called House? Like, oh, okay. And when you said House, it was like, oh, that one. That one. Oh. Steve's uh, Steve is not a fan. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I don't have words. Um, It's a movie, uh, I guess. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird. Uh, there is The Beyond, an Italian film from 1981 that I think is really cool. I honestly, it's kind of the ending and that I can't, I can't spoil, but it is kind of all about the ending. Hmm, okay. There's also Poltergeist, kind of a classic. Yep. In the vein of The Exorcist, but it is actually a haunted house as opposed to just a haunted girl. <laughs> it's a little bit of both if I'm being real, real, but um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I don't love it as much as others, but I figured I'd include it. Uh, I don't know how you feel about Beetlejuice, Steve, but that's a haunted house movie technically too. Speaking uh, what of was Doorway it? to Hell, Beetlejuice. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Steve. <laughs> I, I see. I see that trap. Uh, I see it. Damn. <laughs> Actually, no. Beetlejuice. 
Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice? Oh, oh God damn it. Go. I wanted to beat Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton? No, not coming. I don't know. Like, I, I watched the the movie, but it wasn't until after I had seen, like, the cartoon. Oh. So I saw, the, like, the more the, like, the the crazy, ridiculous side of it. And then I saw that movie, and I was like, wow, this movie is kind of just, like, ridiculous. Um, yeah. I but... mean, it is. It's comedy horror. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, of course, uh, The Babadook. I don't know if you've seen that one, Steve. No, I've heard about it a lot. I just remember, like... I think you watched it, and then I heard you say the Babadook like thirty or forty times within I do like, like a couple month period. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, and then a couple of uh, series. Jew on the Grudge. What, what what was that mean we used to say? Damn it, Toshi. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> fucking Toshi, man. It's always there. It's always there. He's grabbing your fucking steering wheel when you're trying to drive. Yeah, he's uh, not I even will... the one you need to watch out for. <laughs> yeah, I will say. Watching The Grudge with a group is, like, the best. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's always looking for the ghost. Um, <laughs> our holdover from uh, last episode, Evil Dead. We'll see how many lists this gets on. Um, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Recurring joke, Evil Dead is all horror genres. <laughs> it, we'll see. It might be. It just it might, might be. be. <laughs> it's very broad. Uh, yeah. Because I could, I could fit it into, like, like a historical... Uh, setting i could fit it probably into folk horror be a little bit of a stretch yeah hmm. uh but yeah haunted cabin it is demons in that one too true not really a spoiler <laughs> horde of kandarian demons uh and then of course the aforementioned paranormal activity series which i was resistant to and then i gotta give credit to monster i'm sure he's like whooping and hollering when he hears this but uh it's you actually it pretty and good it? oh okay. it, yeah yeah um which one was my favorite? I feel like the first one is fine. It's very low budget. Um, yeah, I didn't like two. I think three was my favorite. I liked three. And then we didn't watch anymore because I heard the rest are bad. But uh. um, yeah, roimperfection at gmail.com if I should watch any more paranormal activities. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Just those are my emails. Email says all of them. <laughs> all of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> demon dimension or dark dimension one just has such a stupid name anyway um, <laughs> but yeah uh as far as genre blending goes i feel like other horror possibly fantasy uh we mentioned earlier the science fiction versions haunted space station gothic castle in space uh you know haunted asteroid classic stuff um i guess i could have put on here the freaking um oh god now i'm blanking on the name of that movie i'm not a fan that's why Maybe it's better. Uh. I don't remember, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's definitely a thing. Uh, could definitely do historical fiction too, where you have like a historical point in time, but you're doing a haunting then, or historical point in time bleeding over into modern day, classic uh, stuff like that. I I definitely think there's a decent bit to be done, but you kind of have to just like work it in and explain it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about like blending with a haunted house game is that because it takes place, you know, in in a in a house or something similar to a house. The hell you say? You you could you literally yeah I know <laughs> surprise. <laughs> you you can literally put it in pretty much anything. So you just you know throw a haunted house in like almost any game you want. I mean, you were saying earlier uh, haunted house things when we we were living in caves and anything with sticks. True. <laughs> So, I mean, the cave, the cave person haunted house episode, <laughs> the legend of the haunted cave, um, be kind of neat. It could be, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm. I mean, uh, you could go to the star Wars. That's no cave. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, I was like, I'm not sure what type of horror you just like, oh yeah, I could literally be alive. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Literally be alive. <laughs> star Wars. <laughs> A little bit of past and future. Uh, Retro futurism. (laughs) Retro futurism. There you go. Steve's favorite genre. (laughs) Isn't that normally just like the Jetsons? Is that retro futurism? I I, I was joking, Steve. I know know you're not a big fan. Okay. Yeah, I was like... I maintain I could make you love it, but... Mm, I'm not going to try and challenge that just because I don't want to. Because he knows I'm right. No, I just don't want to be put through it. 
it's just like this it's just like the Star Trek game, Steve. You know I'm right. This this is this dear listener is how I scare Steve. <laughs> well, yeah, that and your declarations about future um RPs. Um <laughs> true. All right. You're going to hate me. <laughs> let's take let's take You're I right. was right though. I was right. <laughs> All right. Take <sighs> take us out before uh Oh, before we okay. cause any more rifts. Before we cause the podcast to prematurely <laughs> <Okay>. end. <laughs> before Jumanji <laughs> happens yes. on this uh, podcast episode. Uh, so remember to play what you love. And until next time, your characters do something epic. Especially if they're trapped and they can't escape from the hell house. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> why, why, does, right. <laughs> why does every haunted thing have to have like haunted hill house haunting house of the haunted hill <laughs> gotta let them know what they're getting into man i don't know it's just like it's it's like very similar and samey i mean other than the word house but i don't know truth and advertising okay i guess Trail right. house in the hill <laughs> i don't know sorry Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, questions, interjections, queries, notes, formal challenges, or suppositions, please email us at roimperfection at gmail.com. That's R-O-I-M-P-E-R-F-E-C-T-I-O-N at symbol G-M-A-I-L dot com. Or follow us on Twitter at roimperfection or Instagram search roimperfection. You can also visit our website at roimperfection.com. If you enjoyed our work, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week, everybody.